In this episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about this Capitals roster. We hear all the time that this team needs to get younger and it needs to get faster. So how do the Capitals achieve that? How do they get younger while still keeping their skilled players? Let's talk about that next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form. So head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, hit the thumbs up button. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holney. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this edition, we are going to talk about this Capitals lineup. We hear all the time that this team needs to get younger. It needs to get faster. How do they achieve that? When this team wants to be in win-now mode, we only have so many years left with Alex Ovechkin in the quote-unquote rock the red era. Do we really want to blow it up and tear it down to the studs and risk it with these young players? I think that if the Capitals were smart, what they would do is they would do it slowly. They wouldn't just totally tear it down to the studs, kind of like what the New York Rangers did. I don't think they can really afford to do that. Um, we can uh, suffice us to say we have several years left with Alex Ovechkin. We don't want to waste those years with Alex Ovechkin, with a young bunch of young players, some unknowns, and kind of just wandering through the wilderness trying to search for an identity. If you need a little bit more proof of that, take a look at the Washington Nationals and what they're going through right now. That is a prime example of a rebuild that has gone poorly. So in this article from NBC Sports Washington, they talk about it a little bit. They say that Caps GM Brian McClellan doesn't believe the Capitals need a sudden injection of speed into the lineup. After the team's loss to the younger, quicker Panthers this last season, he does believe, however, they need a youth injection. The Capitals, Capitals are now in their fourth straight offseason after a first-round exit in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And with a few major decisions coming this summer, here's a look at the Capitals roster and how it needs to get younger. And I think that the plans have changed a bit. Um, if you know, A lot of things have changed since the end of the season. You take a look at free agency. They went out and signed Connor Brown to fill in for Tom Wilson. They went out and signed Dylan Strom to uh, uh, fill in for Nick Backstrom. Um, They also signed Borgstrom and they signed Carlson. They signed a bunch of players to fill the role. So it's going to be an interesting training camp for the Washington Capitals. I think it's going to be more competitive than we've seen it in years because there are going to be some players that are fighting for jobs And, um, you know, especially a lot of these younger players, you take a look at, you know, like someone like a Connor McMichael, he's been around the team for a couple of years now, and he's had his taste at the NHL. I don't think that he's just going to want to walk away from that and accept a role with the bears. I think that he got that taste on the big team and he wants to keep going forward. He wants to keep excelling. So I think that, you know, the, uh, they signed a lot of these players, 
onto the, on the team to fill certain roles. You know, you think that Dylan Strom is going to be the second line center and that Connor Brown is going to be the top line right wing. We don't really know that. McClellan has said as much as well. He said that just because you think that you know where these players are going to go, just because you see a void in this lineup, doesn't necessarily mean that that is where they're going to, in fact, play. And I don't think that that's anything real novel to say. Um, of course, you know, if a player, you know, if Connor Brown was signed for the top line right wing, if he's playing poorly, well, then, of course, someone else is going to fill his shoes. But on paper, on pen and paper, in a sketch of this team for next season, we get kind of an idea of which direction they're going in. But kind of what we're talking about in this article and what we've talked about is that the Capitals at some point need to kind of turn away and they need to turn a page away from the Ovechkin era at some point. I think we're, you know, two or three years away from that, but we need to slowly start to integrate more players in there. And you saw that this last season. You saw Faravari, who played excellent with the Washington Capitals this last season. And you saw a brief glimpses of greatness in Hendricks, LaPierre, and Leeson, and Protoss, and, and um, McMichael. So, I definitely think that that's what the Capitals have to do is they kind of have to slowly pepper these players into the lineup. Connor McMichael center. This feels like cheating considering McMichael played 68 games in his rookie season, but the 21 year old seems very likely to have an increased role next season at full-time center. I think that's a bit changed from when this article was written, but it is also possible. You know, if you take a look at this lineup, you know, there's injuries and there's, you know, COVID protocol, uh, perhaps there's a lot of things to consider. Both McClellan and coach Peter Laviolette indicated they prefer him at center and would like to find a spot for him in the lineup there. Reading between the lines, the Capitals have Evgeny Kuznetsov, Nick Backstrom. Of course, that has changed. Lars Eller, Nick Dowd, all under contract. Well, Backstrom's still under contract, but the injury is what I'm talking about. Even questions about Backstrom's hip, though, these comments certainly are interesting. He was an in and out of the lineup. We liked him best when he was playing center, Coach Peter Lavulette said at breakdown day. He seemed like he found more speed through the middle of the ice and was able to attack the game more through the middle. For me, moving forward, I definitely think that the center position is where we need to find him a spot. And, uh, you know, Connor McMichael might need to be a little bit patient. Um, it's perhaps he's going to find a spot. You know, it, it, it's very possible that in, in the first part of the season that uh, one of the players could be injured. And, you know, whatever's player's loss is going to be Connor McMichael's gain or fill-in-the-blank person's name, their gain. So in uh, a lot of t- times, players, that's when they got their big break was when they had to fill in someone based on injury. And I think that it's going to be Connor McMichael's time at some point. Is it going to be this next season? I guess time will tell. Um, it does seem like most of the, the positions have been filled, you know, without Connor McMichael in the lineup. Like I talked about, the training camp is going to be most interesting. I think it's going to be a battle like we've never seen before. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, before the changes were made in that, I think that if they would have still gone with Vanacek and Samsonov, that would have been a crazy situation because you could have inserted Fukali in there and probably Hunter Shepard and whoever knows. So I think that they have the netminding situation tied down. We really don't need to worry about that. We know that it's going to be Kemper and Charlie Lindgren going to be the number one and two, unless there's an injury or something crazy happens. So I don't think we need to put you know too much time thinking into that. So what we do need to, to take a look at is the forward positions. And I think, you know, like I talked about, it is sketched out and we have a blueprint of what we think it's going to be. But what is it in fact going to be is going to be determined in camp. And that's that's what we're going to find out. 
So McMichael scored nine goals and nine assists last season, but considering the Capitals want to find an increased role for him, that means someone who is a veteran center is going to be replaced or have their minutes reduced. And again, this was written a while ago, so I think that a lot has changed. I think that McClellan did an excellent job in this offseason. Like I talked about, I gave him a lot of grief for not addressing the net mining situation last season. But he pretty much filled every spot on this team. Anywhere there was a concern, he took care of it. And uh, I think that he put the Capitals, uh, you know, in a great position to win. And uh, going forward, I think the Caps fans, I think that we need to be hopeful going forward. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about Alex Alexiev. We know he has that shoulder injury, but does he have a spot on this Capitals lineup? We'll talk about that next. If you haven't tried to build bar puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor, ready, delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to my new favorite cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough th without the hassle of making it, plus it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com to snag a box for your family. It will be the perfect treat or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them all for yourself. And I got to be honest with you, I get these sent to me in the mail and I have a couple of them, but ultimately it's the kids who eat them and they love them. We all love them, to be honest with you. Like all Built Bars, the new cookie, cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty. Chocolate covered cookie dough with a light fluffy texture. So good. What's great about Built is that all their bars are made with a collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of healthy benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff. Wow, that's a real mouthful to say, i got to be honest with you. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late-night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built bar. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order at Built.com. All right, welcome back to this edition of Locked On Capitals as we talk about this team and they're wanting to get younger and how do they achieve that? And one of the other players is a defenseman, Alexander Alexiev, who, you know, he was kind of slated to get his big shot on this team. Of course, we know he had a shoulder surgery done and that is going to sideline him for four to five months. And uh, so he is going to miss some time, but is there going to be a spot for him on this team? The 22-year-old Russian defenseman could be making the jumps to the NHL full-time next season. The Capitals have five defenders set to return next season. Carlson, Orlov, Jensen, Van Riemsdyk, and Martin Faravari. All but Faravari are at least 30 years old. 
Alba Carlson will enter a contract year in the 22-23 season. This is a position that could use some youth and certainly some long-term stability. Enter Alexiev, the 2018 first-round pick who has played three seasons for the Bears in 58 games in 1920 season, 12 games in 2021, and was on loan to the KHL team in 68 games in 21-22. As a left-handed shot, it could make sense to bump Van Riemsdyk back to right side inside Alex Alexiev up in the lineup to give the Capitals their sixth defenseman. So, you know, that is a possibility. I don't, you know, think that that's necessarily going to be the case considering his injury. And, you know, the big hurdle that Alexiev is going to have to climb is that, you know, we have added some players. We've added some other players to this lineup that, you know, might kind of settle into that position. And uh, how is he going to to work his way into that lineup um, if someone's already kind of uh, become settled there? I guess he could hope for injury and his opportunity or perhaps some poor play from one of his teammates. Otherwise, it's going to be a bit difficult. I do think a more probable candidate will be in Lucas Johansson. Johansson has seemingly become a forgotten man in the Capitals prospect pool, but the 24-year-old and former first-round pick had a nice bounce-back season with the Hershey Bears and put up 28 points in 62 games. In the previous three seasons, he'd played just 59 games combined due to a bevy of injuries. Now fully healthy, he could be ready to make an impact at the NHL level. Johansson, a left shot, is restricted free agent, but the Capitals could be inclined to let him and, uh, you know, his contract. Alexiev and perhaps another defenseman battle it out for a top spot on the blue line. Johansson had a real good year down there, which was really good for us to hear, said Laviolette. When he came up here, he played a good game for us as well. And, uh, you know, that's what it's all about. It's about taking advantage of your opportunity. And uh, I think that he did that. But, you know, the, the injury bug, it seems to be the thing that has always, you know, kind of had Lucas Johansson's number. It seems like it's a name that's been floated around this organization for the longest time. When is Lucas Johansson going to get his opportunity? When is it going to happen? Well, I think he's going to get his chance this next season. But, um, you know, it's going to be a battle. This The position is not going to be given to him because he's put in his time. He's going to have to earn it. And, uh, you know, that's what he's going to have to do. I think that, you know, he's put in his time for the Bears. I think that this is his shot. This is his make or break season, if you will. You know, because when you look at a lot of these players, they kind of toil in the AHL for a long time. I talked about Phoenix Copley and good on Copley. He got an opportunity out for with the Kings in L.A. So I don't know what his future is. But uh, what I'm talking about is that I think that, you know, if you spend a lot of time in the AHL, that, you know, maybe you can kind of start losing, you know, your focus a little bit and go, you know, where am I going with all this? I want to be an NHL player. So I think that Lucas Johansson, what he has to do is grab this opportunity and hold on to it and make the most of it. Really impress people in camp, you know, kind of harness everything you do uh, that that you've done right. And if you can, at all possible, avoid the injury bug because that seems to be the bugaboo for him and a lot of these players is it seems like they're going in the right direction and then all of a sudden they get injured. So a lot of that is beyond your control. If someone smashes you into the boards, you really can't do a whole a lot about it. But this Capitals team, you know, we talk about it all the time. They need to get younger and there is some players on this team in Hershey and on the big team, you know, that sometimes are healthy scratches that are ready for their shot. And I think that this next season is going to be for a lot of these players, their chance to shine. And uh, Alexiev is one of them. Lucas Johansson is one of them. We talked about Connor McMichael, 
You know, these are players that, you know, they're the future of the capital. So if we don't see them this season, I do think that we will see them in the years to come. You know, like I said, it's kind of hard to keep your focus, you know, when you're playing in the AHL or even in the ECHL to kind of say, well, what, where is this all going? But if you take a look at this Capitals lineup, you can see that they are getting older and that there's going to be changes made in the future. So if you can just be patient, I think that uh, better days lie ahead. All right. So after the break here, we are going to continue to talk about this Capitals team that wants to get younger. How are they going to do that? We'll talk about that next. All right, welcome back to this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today as we talk about the Capitals and how do they get younger? How do they uh, achieve that? So another guy, another player on this Capitals team is Alexi Protas, a forward. Where does he fit in? And the forward core is even a bit more difficult, I think, if you ask me. It seems like a lot of those positions have been kind of cemented in. Um, it's, it's going to be looking for your opportunity. You got to kind of hope if you're one of the players that I've talked about that someone isn't playing that great or, you know, God forbid someone gets injured, uh, to kind of work your way into the lineup. So the silver lining of the capital season that included so many injuries and COVID absences is that they got an extended look at some forwards. They likely otherwise wouldn't have. Protoss seems to fit that bill. The 21-year-old six-foot-six center played 33 games for the Capitals in the 21-22 season and scored three goals with six assists and then finished the season with a Hershey and put in eight goals and 24 points in 42 games with McMichael at center. Could Protoss complete for a sl- uh, compete for a slot in the lineup as one of the versatile forward coaches love to have around? It certainly appears possible and... Um, that's one thing I will say about Protoss. Protoss is that he is flexible. He will play the different positions. And, you know, that's what the Capitals are looking for. They're looking for someone that's, that's going to be, you know, be able to play center, that's going to be able to play wing. You take a look at Connor McMichael. I don't know if he's really in love with doing it, but he is flexible. And it seems like these younger players are, are more apt uh, to be doing that. And I think that uh, that's what the Capitals are looking for. The next player we're going to talk about is Hendricks LaPierre. Um, he's a player that uh, has spent some time with the Capitals, also in juniors. And I think that, you know, it's interesting. Anytime we talked about getting a bigger name player, we talked about getting a JT uh, Miller. We talked about getting a Nazem Kadri. It was always Hendricks LaPierre and Connor McMichael included in that trade. So, you know, their names are known throughout the hockey league that these are up and comers. And Hendricks LaPierre is one of those players for the Capitals. Perhaps the sexiest choice of the lot is the 2020 first round pick who flashed early in Washington before returning to his junior team for the remainder of the season. LaPierre was given a shot to make the NHL roster last season and did so, even scoring in the team's first game of the season against the Rangers. The 20-year-old played six games and scored no more points before returning to his team in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. And, uh, you know, I when you look at that and it's, it's one of the things that, that, that you look at and you're like, well, why did they have him go back down to the juniors? If he can get solid playing time down there, I think it only makes sense. It's nice to have those names on the team, but if they're going to be sitting on the bench or the press box, it really doesn't make sense. It feels unlikely, but could be talented and speedy. LaPierre impressed so much that the Capitals are almost forced to make him and McMichael, the team's two middle six uh, centers. Perhaps LaPierre feels destined for Hershey at some point, 
but he'll certainly be given the shot to make the NHL roster again. And another player that I talked about just kind of has to bide his time. This is a team that is going to be change, making changes in small pieces. It's not going to be like all of a sudden we're going to insert all of these players at once and hope for the best. It's going to be like a Martin Faravari thing. He just kind of waited for his opportunity. He should have had Chara's job. The capital signed Chara, so he had to wait one more season. Same thing for these other players. If you just bide your time and you wait it out, you're going to find a spot on this team. I'm quite convinced of it. So there's other t- uh, players to look forward to. Joe Snively is one that comes to mind. I think that he has an extreme um, upward uh, trajectory as well. Injury is what kind of held him back. Um, you know, it was, and to be honest with you with Snively, it wasn't a name that, you know, was kind of well-known, but when he came up to the Capitals, he really kind of took advantage of his opportunity. Another one, of course, is Axel Janssen Fialbi. I think that, you know, there's a good chance that he could be the left wing on the fourth line, perhaps, unless one of the newer players that the Capitals acquired during free agency, also Brett Leeson and Tobias Geiser. Um, So these are all all some intriguing names around the Washington Capitals organization. And like I talked about, players that just, you know, they got to just be patient. You're going to find your time on this team. It's going to happen. Um, it's just what, like I talked about, it's just looking for your opportunity and uh, the way that these players played this last season, I think that it's going to be sooner than later. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it, to be honest with you. I love the current lineup, this rock, the red, they call it lineup with, uh, Ovechkin and Backstrom and Oshie, but change is coming. And, you know, like everything in life, it does change. And uh, it's just embracing it when the time is right. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the world of hockey. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. So once again, thank you for joining me. On this edition of Locked On Capitals, as we keep rolling through the summer here, it's August now, and it's going to be training camp this fall sooner than you know. And uh, I look forward to it and covering it for you guys and just these young players and these new players and how do they all fit together? It's also exciting, and I look forward to talking to you guys about it. All right, once again, thank you for joining me, and I'll talk to you next time.